So the Baal Shem Tev, like Yosef HaTzadik, although he was very um, immersed in the uh, every single thing that happened in Mitzrayim, and Baal Shem Tev was connecting to every, acting to the Jewish people and helping Jewish people and answering people's questions, morning, it didn't prevent them from being in the highest levels of, of the Vekos, highest levels of attachment to um, to the higher worlds. So, and this is an analogy for the light of Hashem, that um, although the light of Hashem creates everything and animates each creature individually, in a way that the, the godly energy is designed for each creature, how many people do you need? Right. the job for Superman. <laughs> oh, this is a good example what we're learning about. We can be in both places at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, I was once learning, I was once doing Tehillim and listening to a shir, and they told some of the rabbi, I once said, was, you could do your Tehillim or listen to me. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, I'll see you later then. <laughs> so, so, so it's not possible, it seems, uh, to do both, and yet this is what happened with the Baal Shem Tov. This is this is a good example for um, um, the scenario over here. Uh, can you be part of a minion, and yet listen to a share? So we can't do that. We're not, we're not able to do this. But this is something which is unique about the Baal Shem Tov, about the light of Hashem that animates each creature in a way that the godly energy is designed for each creature, and yet it's not it's not affected, not affected by the um, creatures that it creates and animates. Shantav wasn't affected um, by the people asking questions. Yosef Tzaik wasn't affected by him being involved in every single person's life in Egypt. He still remained completely attached to his divine source, unlike his brothers who had an either-or frequency. They could either, if they were to be involved with the world, that would disturb their attachment to Hashem. That's why they all chose to be shepherds. So, the next section of the Mimer that was going to discuss the uh, the mechanics of this. How does this work? Um, is this because Yosef is such a lofty tzaddik? Because light of Hashem in the analog is so is so is so higher. It's so much higher than the physical reality. Is that the reason, or is there something else? Let's see. Um, What's the reason that the godly light of Hashem that animates every creature does not change, isn't affected by what it animates? Literally, that means it doesn't mix in. doesn't mix in. The godly light doesn't mix in. doesn't doesn't get mixed with what it animates. What does that mean? What this means is just because Hashem's infinite light 
is far beyond all the physical reality. It's far beyond all limitation of this world. That's not a sufficient reason for him not to be affected and not to be changed. Just because he is a whole different kind of reality, a much higher kind of reality in the physical world, that's not the reason why when he animates creation, he's not affected by it. Why isn't that enough of a reason? A proof for this is from the soul's animation of the body. Although there is a very vast gap between the soul and the body, they're opposites. The souls are part of Hashem. And as it says elsewhere, it's the spirit of man that wants to go upwards. The spirit of the animal wants to go downwards. The, the, the trajectory of what the Neshama wants is to be attached to Hashem, like the author says in Tanya, like a flame that flickers upwards wanting to go back to its source. And the, and the body of a person, the animal soul, has the opposite trajectory. It, wants to, uh, it, it gravitates t- towards the physical. So how, can they, how are they bonded together if they have these opposite tra- trajectories? Their connection to each other is only within wondrous power of Hashem. As the Ramah writes, that the, when we say in the Brachan, we say he heals all flesh, and performs wonders. What the power of, of the, the wonders bond of the soul and the body is only because of Hashem's infinite power. Harei, so what do we see from here? Although they are so distant from each other um, in what they are, and there's only a wondrous power of Hashem that causes them to be connected, yet, once they are connected, the soul is affected from the events that happen to the body. However, the light of Hashem that creates and animates is not affected and is not changed by what it animates. So we can't say the reason why the light of Hashem is not affected is because it's so much higher. The soul is also much higher than the body. But once the soul is attached to the body, it does get affected. But the light of Hashem, even after, although it's a a, a, a vastly different, incomparably different, you can compare the kind of reality, the infinite light of Hashem and the physical reality, nevertheless, it should, it would seem, based upon the analogy of soul and body, once it is married to the, to the physical reality, when it does get vested in the physical reality, that it should get changed. Why doesn't it get changed? Why is it, does it work differently to the soul's entry to the body, where the soul does get affected by the events of the body, so the words of the Maimarar because it doesn't mix. What, it, what does that mean, doesn't mix? It means it's infinite in its very essence. Because it's infinite in its very essence, therefore it's not affected by where, where it goes. It's not because um, it's, it's, it's a different kind of reality to the body, and therefore the body can't affect it. No, once it, once it, 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 it's different... It's not a different kind of reality to the, godly, to the physical reality, therefore it doesn't affect it. No, that, that's not a sufficient reason. The reason doesn't get affected, it's not because it's a different kind of reality, it's because of the particular reality of what it is. What is it? It's infinite in its very essence. It's, it's, the Hashem's infinite light in its very core is, 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 is infinite. How, how does that contribute to the conversation? As the previous Rebbe continues in the Maimon, he says, there's no one as holy as Hashem. 
Yisav Zayar and the Zohar interprets this statement to mean There are many things which are called holy. There's no one as holy as Hashem. The Kodesh Havayin can become condition to say their socials. That the holiness of Hashem, the holiness of the infinite light of Hashem, is not like the other kinds of holiness throughout the entire spiritual cosmos. The condition to say their socials, so the Kodesh moved to Shasu Mushainim Bayim Bislabshas. In the other levels that we find throughout the, throughout the um, chain of godly light descending down to this world, the reason why we find by various junctures in this um, process that there is no effect of what is um, on the godly light in the various levels, the reason there's no effect is because the godly light of the various levels that, we're, that, that, that um, are being discussed isn't really um, uh, getting involved in what it is animating or creating. So it's not getting involved. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not connecting with what it's animating or creating. Therefore, it's not changed. That's what we find in general throughout the spiritual cosmos. There's a concept that, just like we learned about the brothers of Yosef, they weren't involved with the world, therefore they didn't change. There's also a godly energy of Hashem, which is um, beyond... There's a godly energy of Hashem, which, which, um, which it doesn't get affected by, by, by where it is, because it doesn't really get, doesn't do anything to where it is. It, it's not a slapshus. What is this slapshus? Slapshus literally means it's not dressed in the, um, in the reality that it's in. Let's talk about the brothers of Yosef. They were alive, souls and bodies, but they weren't involved with, the, what, with what went on in the city. They didn't dictate what should happen in the city. People the city didn't tell them what they should do. There, was no, there wasn't an interaction. There was no slapshus. They were, they were maintaining an attachment to their divine source by separating themselves, by segregating them, their, their, their daily activities from what was going on in the world. So in a similar way, there is a, a concept throughout the spiritual cosmos of a light of Hashem that is not affected, is not, is not um, getting involved in the place that it's in. It, it, it's, it's, it remains aloof from where it is. So that is not what we're talking about. That's not what we mean when, when there's... That's, what the, that's not the meaning of the holiness of Yudki Vavke, the holiness of the infinite light of Hashem. That's the holiness of the other places in, in the spiritual cosmos, not the infinite light of Hashem. Other, other levels of godly energy, there is no islapshus, there's no involvement. That's why it's not affected. What's unique about the Yudke Vavke, the infinite light of Hashem, is that it does get involved, and it still is not affected. Let's, let's unpack this, this idea of getting involved. Let's, let's, let's read a little further. Um, the Kedushasem hu she'enim boyim the way the holiness works in the other various levels of the of the of the spiritual cosmos is that they're not getting mislabish, not getting vested and if and in the reality they're in, and therefore they are not affected. But if they would get vested in the reality that they're in, they would be affected. But if they would be be involved, there would be a change. However, the holiness of Yudke Vavke, the holiness of the light of Hashem, ain't a demo condition. The the says Shalsha is not like the holiness of the rest of the spiritual cosmos. Who, the Masha ain't a Muslabish, 
um, the in, the light of Hashem, the light that comes from Hashem, is not affected. Why? Because it doesn't mix in. What does that mean? Everybody gives an analogy. It works similar to the way light does in this world, that it get, that it shines, and yet it doesn't get mixed in to the place that it shines into. Light shines, and it affects, and is affected by it seems, but it doesn't. It it's not really affected by. It it, it seems like it's connecting with the reality that it's in, and yet it's not mixing in with the reality that it's in. What what do we mean? For example, it seems like two opposite things. Is it mixing in and getting involved in the, in the place that it's in, and therefore it is changing, or it's not getting involved and it's not changing? So we're saying it's getting involved, and it's not changing. So it gives an example of light. This is an example for the godly light of Hashem. For example, light that shines through glass. Let's say you have a red glass, a green glass, or a white glass. Why is the analogy given for these specific colors? This is because these three colors are connected to the three different kinds of godly energy of the entire spiritual cosmos. Red, as went a few weeks ago, red represents Hashem's power of judgment, Hashem's power to restrain and hide His light. Yeruka Kavamtsoi. Green is the middle branch of the Seder Shalshlos. It's not, it's, it's the attribute of Hashem's mercy, which is neither, um, with that, neither um, kindness or judgment. Judgment means that you're looking, does, a, does, does whoever it is deserve. Kindness means I want to be kind, doesn't matter if they deserve. Mercy means I analyze them. They don't deserve, but I feel bad. I'll give them anyways. That's the that's an oversimplification of the middle branch of the divine energy in the spiritual cosmos. And that is represented by the color green. And then there's Levana Kava Chesed, and the color of white represents Hashem's kindness. So when the light of Hashem shines through, when, when the physical light, rather, shines through a glass that's, that's red, white, or green, what happens? Yeshchukim Yitzhi so the, the glass projects, the light projects through the glass in various ways. It goes, it's now a green color, a red color, but that's only the way it projects. However, the light itself remains simple and does not have any color at all from the glass. The light itself is not now, is now it's not a red light or a green light. It's still a white, it's still a, a light without color. And the the color that it that it that it um, go that, that it projects is only what it projects, but it itself is not is not changed. Maybe it's the color of the glasses that we wear. The light is unchanged, but when we understand Hashem, we understand it is red, white, and green. Say again. The light doesn't change. Yeah. Okay. But what changes is the way we see Hashem. We see the light. I'm talking physical light first. Yeah, well, the, white is, the light is white, okay? But if I put on red glasses, I see red. You see red. If I put on green, I see green, you know, so forth and so on. 
because when that parole, we don't even stand. We don't even understand what white mind is. Okay? We only see. We understand what we see. Right. We only see what we see. So, so what we're saying is that the light doesn't change. Light, not just our perception of it, doesn't change. Our perception, our perception does change. Yes. But the light doesn't change. It doesn't Correct. become a green light. It doesn't become a red light. Right. The light right. itself is. So this is an example for the light of Hashem that although it, it, it projects and it affects the world in a very uh, specific way, the light of Hashem is not changing. Um, Listen, we have trouble understanding the concepts of Hashem, so that's what we do. Right. Um, the light remains simple, unaffected by the colors of the glass it shines through. Doesn't 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 pick up any of the colors that it goes through. It only shines through through them. And even if it shines through them in a way that it is that there is a slapsh, there's an involvement. What does it mean involvement? We're not talking about a situation where the light is not affected by the color. That could also happen. We could talk about a a a the other, if we were to talk about the other levels of the spiritual cosmos, the analogy would be, oh, there's a light that, that still remains aloof, it doesn't project as green or red, but, but it's not affected by the colors of the glass. Not only is it not affected itself, it doesn't project that way either. It's not involved in what, it, in, in, in what it's shining through. But here it's bislabshus. It is involved. It is projecting in, in a red and green way. And yet it's not changed. That's, that's, that's what's unique about the light of Hashem. In the other levels of the spiritual cosmos, what, 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 what the, the analogy would be, the light shines through the glass and the light still is not, is not projecting as red or green. If, if there were possible to have such an analogy, that would be the analogy. The light is shining and it's not projecting as red or green. That's how it works in the rest of the spiritual cosmos. There's no slabs, there's no involvement, there's no, there's, no, there's no connection between the light and what it's shining, when the glass is shining through. But we're saying that the light of Hashem is not that way, that it is changing in the sense that it is affecting things differently because of the various vessels that it travels through, and yet, it's not, and yet it, it's, it itself remains infinite. Although it's involved, and it's projecting as red or green, or projecting as chesed, projecting as gvur, Hashem is, is operating and, and behaving to the world in a way of kindness, yet the light of Hashem that is operating through the vessel of kindness is not changed by the vessel of kindness. Why isn't it changed? In the itself, light of Hashem is not is not is not is not changed. Why? What's the words of the Mimer? Because it doesn't mix in with where it is. The light itself remains itself, doesn't mix in. Why? Why doesn't it mix in? We can understand what this means by the light of Hashem that animates creation. It's not changed at all. There is no effect in it. This is because the light of Hashem is infinite in its very core. And therefore, even the way that it, it, it shines, it also shines and also affects in a way that it remains infinite. Wherever the light of Hashem descends, to the lowest of levels, to the last, to the last of levels, the lowest of levels, it doesn't change. And wherever it is, it is the same. It is 
simple in its very core, meaning it's, it's, it's not complex, there's no defic- the definition, no limitation in its very core, and therefore the way it projects and the way it shines may be different in each level, but it itself, since it in its very core, it's infinite, it's simple, it's not, it's, it's, it, therefore it's not a f- it doesn't change by the various ways that it projects, um, because of the, the incredible um, pshitus, it's, it's because its core is pashat ba'etzim, because it, it is, it's not complex, it has no definition, and because there's no definition, it remains that way, even as it projects, and the analogy is red and green, it still remains in itself as, as not affected. Okay, we'll stop here. Chazak Baruch.